Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another dope episode of Fruit of the Bone Podcast. This is your boy, JBJR in the building. Um, you know, we back with another snowy day in February, man. You know, it's, you know, we had a lot of crazy weather happen here in St. Louis, you know, uh, really all the country, but especially in the Midwest. And, uh, you know, we definitely want to try to get back in order, man, because, you know, we want to get back on these streets and, man, get out of this cold weather. So, you know, can't wait till the spring come up, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, main thing is make sure you check us out on all forms of social media, which is at Fruit Boom Pod, which is F-R-U-I-T-B-O-O-M-P-O-D. And also make sure to check us out on every podcast streaming platform you can find us on, on Fruit of the Bone Podcast, you know, with it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Mixcloud, TuneIn, Stitcher. Uh, Pandora, you name it, we out here. So make sure you check us out and make sure you uh, just go ahead and stream us live on that, man, because we got a lot of great episodes on there. You can, and every episode is archived on there and on our website, which is freshproducebeatbattle.com slash fruit of the bone. But right now, we got a special guest in the building. Uh, matter of fact, he's been uh, one of our main competitors uh, for the online battle and the in-person battle pre-COVID. You know what I'm saying? My man, he's done some great, great, great work, you know, on the live battle. My man, he's definitely made uh, a massive impressive quite a few times on the live battle, you know, on the stage when we used to be back at the Monocle. Became a finalist quite a few times. My man was doing some great shit. And at the same time, my man, he just was a one of the final eight for the actual main uh, season three Fresh Fruiters online beat battle. And, you know, he definitely made, he didn't make it to, he didn't make it all the way, but my man, he definitely still made an impression regardless. And I've definitely been seeing him doing some amazing things since then. So make sure to give all praise and welcome to my man, Madman. So how you doing, brother? Doing pretty well, man. Thank you for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's definitely, man. It's been a long time coming, man. I've been trying to get you on for a second. I know we can't kind of been, our schedule's been kind of weird, but uh, I'm definitely glad I was able to get you on today and try to, you know, get get your own stories out. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Hey, man. Listen, man, it's a, it's a cold day, so you know, it's a good day to uh, just bundle up and and uh, talk for a little bit. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. And so uh, before we get started, I just want to go ahead and get everyone a brief synopsis of what the podcast is about if you're a brand new listener. So for anyone who's never heard this podcast before basically the whole point of this podcast is to give the stories and lives and experiences of the dj the producer and the engineer um a lot of great stuff dealing with you know artists and bands with those podcasts and i love them to death but you know like you no know, i love to get the behind the scenes people like the people who make your favorite songs pop who makes the beats who mixes down like and makes all the beats and makes the vocals sound great for mass consumption and the people who actually put out everything for mass consumption you know we want to make sure we give those kind of experiences and stories out there because a lot of people love hearing that kind of stuff and i love to get that kind of outlook whether it's on a local level here in st louis or out of town or even internationally so i definitely love doing stuff like that so we want to go ahead and uh, get my man's story out here starting so we're going to do something real simple and a very simple question we just will go from here which is how did you get started in music and music production so take us back how did you get started all right, so um, just music in general, um, I don't know, it's, it's always been life in, in some way. Um, my uh, my parents uh, always have stories of me as a kid. I would um, I would I would stop playing with toys and like 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 if they ever had music playing out over the loudspeaker, I would stop playing with toys and I would just sit in front of the speaker and just listen to the music, like, the whole album, you know. And um, and so like I I had interest in drums. Um, 
pretty young. Like I played a little bit at church, but like I never got lessons or anything like that. Um, I picked it back up like around 11 or 12. And um, and I was just playing at church, you know, um, twice a week or something like that. Uh, played drums in high school, like in the high school band. Um, and then that's kind of the first time I ever dabbled with uh, with beats too. Um, so, I, so I had some friends who had, um, the friends who had found a way to uh, to hack um, uh, Fruity Loops at the time, and so like they was handing out, you know, <laughs> they was handing out free copies of <laughs> free copies of Fruity Loops to everybody, and um, so oh, we were all making you know, all making tracks. And actually, um, I went to high school with uh, with Styles, who's another um, uh, Fresh Produce competitor um, and and a artist an artist artist in his own right, um, and so. That's actually how me and him both started on, on, on music. It was just in high school, just making beats um, in our free time. And so, um, like, um, I went to college. Um, I went to Webster University. Um, I studied um, jazz performance. Um, and uh, I stopped uh, making beats in, in college, though. I was, like, I, like I was really focused on, on jazz and classical music. And, um, like, like honestly, I don't know. I, I kind of got some weird thoughts in my head during that time, and like I was, I was kind of thinking like I had to, like I could only be a musician or something like that. So, um, so I, I really wasn't focusing on on making beats at all. Um, and so after college, um, I, I uh, went to school with uh, with a guy named Mark Wallace, uh, who some people know as a uh, Justano um, in St. Louis. He's a, a popular lo-fi uh, uh, beat maker, but he also competes in the um, beat battles too. And so um, so actually he was the one who got me to start making beats after college. Um, so like he studied uh, jazz also at Webster. So um, and yeah, so you know, we was kind of hanging out and he was just saying, you know, like, don't don't shy away from electronic music, you know, um, just embrace it and uh, it, was, it was definitely good advice. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, so I, I, I got, FO Studio again, and uh, and and actually process seriously because in high school, you know, I did it as a hobby, but I, I I never really considered it as something that I could ever do for a living or as a career. So um, yeah, so I, I, after college is, is, is when I really started uh, doing it more seriously. So that's probably about three years ago now. That's what's up, man. And shout out to you know, shout out to Styles and shout out to Tristan, you know, man, you know, great fellas, yeah. man, definitely great people, man. So uh, tell so as of right now, because I know you say you use FL back in school, uh, you know, free versus FL back in school. What version was you on? Because I know when I started, man, I just kind of showed my age. <laughs> I started back when it was number four, and that's okay. when, uh, yeah, when it was just still just uh, Fruity Loops. Well, it wasn't even FL Studio yet; it was just Fruity right. Loops still. So I mean, so that's what I had before. So uh, so what version was you using back then? Yeah, so um, I think the first time I got it, it was still Fruity Loops. Um, like it was so-called Fruity Loops, um, but that being said, though, I, I think at some at some point I've had eight and twelve. I think those are the two uh, like the, the two earliest versions um, that I can remember. But the thing was, you know, like like I was I don't know I never really like even in high school you know, I didn't take it like all that seriously. You know, I just kind of took whatever my friends could give me. <laughs> you know, I was just like, hey, shit, whatever. You know, I just. Um, but yeah, uh, eight and twelve were the earliest um, that I remember. Gotcha, gotcha. Are you still using FL now, or did you move on to something else? No, no, I'm still using FL. Okay. Still using FL. 
20, uh, no, version 20, you and you, and I'm, a, okay, all right, there we go, all yep. right. And, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, good, good, good. Because, yeah, I'm, I'm 20 myself, and I'm pretty sure we ain't doing the hacks no more. I'm pretty sure it's straight up. Oh, no. This. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, okay, good. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, good, yeah, good, yeah, good. Way more serious than that. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. There we go. All right, then. Cool, cool, cool. All right, man. And also, man, so I know you use FL. Do you um, use any kind of hardware with it, any kind of keyboards and jump pads, uh, anything like that with it as well? Yeah, so um, mainly I, I, I'll use a um, MIDI keyboard. Um, so initially I was using just the um, Akai mini um, uh, mini keyboard um, but um, I found that the like the plastic hardware actually kind of makes it break easily and so I had a situation where like the, the USB port broke um, like after I sat it down on, on some carpet like I didn't drop Ooh. it or anything I just Ooh. sat it down and picked it back up and it wasn't working so um, so I so I actually uh, got um, Arturia um, recently, and so that um, their mini keyboard is, is made with a little bit. Uh, it's, it's like wood and and like a. I don't know. It's just made with a bit more sturdy material, um, a bit more heavy, but like the same price though, and uh, and also they, it has a bit more uh, uh, preset sounds, like its own little library too. So. Um, so I've been uh, using that, but I, I will still use the Akai um, drum pad sometimes. Um, so yeah, but I I, don't know, I mainly use the mini keyboard, and so far uh, Arturia has been pretty cool. So I'm stick with them for now. Hey man, yo, if it ain't broke, I mean literally not to <laughs> make a point, but I mean no, yeah. if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so now, now, now I feel you, bro. Now I, I understand, man. So now work with you know how to work with, man. Like I said, that's been putting out great sound. Like I said in the past, man. Um, you know if you can make some shit work with pots and pans, man, because it's all about right. the user, not the not the weapon. I mean. At the end definitely. of the day, so if you know how to if you know how to use the weapon, you know how to use and use it great. Which you know, I've definitely heard you do several times at this point, man. You know, you, you definitely got it, man, for real, for real. So no, you definitely got it on lock. So uh, now, so now my next question for you, man, is because uh, I don't want to go back to we say you went uh, you was in school. So where'd you go to school? At? So I went to um, uh, Webster University um, here in St. Louis, Missouri. It was in uh, Webster Groves. Um, but um, yeah, so you know, for, for anybody who may not know, it's like it's like 44 in Elm, if you kind of know where that is, uh, so in that area. Um, so yeah, so I went there um, in the early 2010s. Uh, graduated 2016. Uh, I was, you know, I graduated in five years, so uh, five is a new four <laughs> in college at least. Uh, but um, yeah, so um, I didn't really like. Uh, even decided to study music until uh, kind of late in the game. Um, I don't know, I just, I, like I just never, just in high school, I just never considered music as something I could seriously do as a career. You know, I um, definitely always had a passion for it, but, um, but you know, I didn't have any lessons or anything like that, so I just thought that it was too late for me. Um, and so, but it was pretty, it was, it was uh, pretty late in the senior year is when I uh, uh, made the, like I had some encouragement from my teacher and, and a couple other people. And um and decided to switch switch the music so um so I auditioned so but that was basically the only music school that I auditioned for that's basically the only music school that I had time to <laughs> I had time to uh, to audition for so uh but luckily I got in and um you know and I really uh dedicated myself to learn about music you know and actually when I first got in I, I was um, studying under the music technology program which um is basically a combination of like jazz performance and um, audio production 
uh, which oddly enough, you know, like it's like the perfect for what my career is now, um, which is like making beats and playing jazz drums. But uh, <laughs> um, but again, you know, at, at that time, I, I just didn't think uh, like I, you know, I, I finally made the hurdle of thinking that music was a career I could do. Uh, but then I, I had made the hurdle that I could do something with like electronic music. So I was just thinking I had to, I, had, I could only be a musician. So I, so I switched actually from the music technology program just strictly to the jazz, jazz performance tech, uh, jazz performance program. Uh, even though like a year after I graduated, I would I would need all that stuff anyway. <laughs> I would need less space. So um, you know, you live and learn. But um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's a cool school. You know, um, it's a place where you know if. If you're really motivated, um, there's opportunities to learn. Um, you know, like they, I don't know, they, they're not necessarily going to hold your hand and like they're going to give you the, the information that you need to know. And then from there, it's kind of up to you to, to decide, you know, how you want to apply it, um, which is, is very important of uh, making it, you know, as um, it, in music is, is knowing how to find what you want and, and how to pursue it. So, that's what's up, bro. So, um, so I know you do like a lot of live performances. I know like beats and stuff like that. Are you still doing kind of live performances like on a, on like a jazz level too, and just now on like a on a on like a beats level? Or, or, or what's going on with it? Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, I mean, honestly, that's, like I, I I do more more jazz gigs than than beat related stuff. Um, at this point, like that was, you know, uh, pre COVID, that was uh, shifting a little bit, but you know, but then COVID happened. But yeah, so. Um, so I, I mean, mainly I'm a jazz drummer. I guess I would say it's like my number one thing as a well, it's like drum teacher slash jazz drummer. But um, as far as like my music career goes, so um, so a few people around town who I play with, like uh, Janet Evra, who does like a uh, bossa nova French uh, French inspired jazz, um, uh, Ryan Marquez, which is like uh, more uh, fusion and funk um, influence and. And uh, and then I have like my own group that I, that I play with, which that's called Madman Trio. Um, and then plus, you know, I, I was I was sub a lot I was sub with a lot of different people. Um, Pre-COVID, um, I think I subbed with I think eight of eight of the ten uh, Kranzberg, um, um endowed artists. So um, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. So you know, that's that's kind of my my, my main thing. So uh, and, and luckily, uh, I've, I've given a, a bit. Uh, throughout COVID, I mean, it hasn't been every weekend or anything like that. But um, I, I know, like last fall, like last fall, it, it was getting close to every weekend, which was kind of crazy. Um, and then, you know, obviously, in, in winter, it, it dropped off. So now it's probably about like um, twice a month or so, um, which I'm I'm very grateful for. Um, and I know there's some who have who haven't gigged since you know last March, and some of that is choice. You know, they they choose not to go out. Which, of course they're free to do so and um but yeah it's, it's i don't know it's been um it's been a weird year of course for first performance but um but there are opportunities there if, if you're looking for them uh obviously you just want to be safe about it oh absolutely man because at the end of the day you know you know safety first more than anything else especially yeah. nowadays because I mean, I haven't checked the numbers on like where we have COVID, but I know we gotta be, if not World War II soldier deaths, then we gotta be like damn close to it, man. So, yeah. you know, and that's like 440,000 if I'm, if my memory served me correct on some history shit. So, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we almost, if not there already, man, we close to it. So, I mean, you know, you definitely don't want to become another casualty because, right. you know, so, so, I, so I totally get it, man. Just like you said, yeah. you know, 
anyone else who, does, who doesn't gig anything like that because of you know they're just trying to be safe hey i don't judge anyone for that at all you know what i'm saying because at, at the end of the day I mean as much as i love we love doing what we do we can't do it if we're not here you know what i'm saying right <laughs> so, you know what i mean so now so i mean and that's real that's real man so you know it's just one of those things we just kind of have to you know it's 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 a weighing option and i know for, like you know yourself and i know a lot of people that do a lot of performing uh, perform, uh, like a lot of live performing so i know that's been kind of like weighing on their mind as well and i know a lot of people have been kind of switching to more like the online format but it's kind of like yeah. streaming their live stuff so that way they can kind of still kind of have some kind of outlet you know what i'm saying so yeah so have you ever so speaking of way which is a good segue have you ever done anything like that or, or thought about doing something like that like just kind of doing like live streaming yourself just kind of or like working with someone doing some live streaming just to have that done yeah so um on the drummer end of things i've done a couple of live stream um concerts uh so actually this um actually at webster their audio program they were kind of uh using this opportunity to work on um, audio quality for for live streaming. So, uh, so they've been having bands come into the studio and they'll set up with, with, with you know, mics and video and then they'll we'll play live and then they'll try to get as good of a sound, you know, sound quality um, live over, I think Facebook and maybe Twitch. Um, so, so I did that and then um, I think a different. Uh, I mean, obviously, I, I've, I've done the, the the live beat battle. Uh, I think maybe like three times, um, three four times, something like that. So, I've done that, and then um, and then actually on uh, Juneteenth, I, I helped organize a, a live stream fundraiser um, at uh, at a Shock City um, nice. with uh, with uh, I don't know if those are familiar with this singer in town named uh, uh, Paige Alyssa. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so so. Uh, we put it together, and, and so we had um, we had her, we had um, a Daruba, who aka um, Black Bruce Wayne, who was also a, a drummer producer, uh, with Kong, Bakatera um, on there, who's who's a great artist and another uh, do, like dope ass producer. Um, she is, yeah. she is, um, and um, a couple of people too. So um, we did that, and, and so like um, that one. Um, was uh, definitely a, a learning process. Um, I can't remember what it's called now, but like that little device that you can use that can um, like convert um, like audio files, or not audio, but like audio signal to go to like a phone or, or an iPad. Um, I, I can't remember what it's called now, but we used um, two of those to, to live stream to, um, to Facebook and IG. And um, that was cool, but I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's definitely a learning process. Just, just figuring out the best way to, to make everything sound good, and um, also like uh, the best way to, to make it look good too. That's that's kind of um, the, the other difficult thing. Um, I know you kind of learn like how like how quickly uh, just a, a, a static shot, a static shot of just like a band just sitting there, like that can get boring and like real quick after like twenty minutes, you know. Um, so yeah, it's. I don't know. I think uh, quarantine has definitely forced a lot of people to to, um, to to try different things as far as live, as far as live streaming goes. I haven't really tried much of it with uh, the, the beat side yet. Um, I had a couple ideas for it, but um, I just haven't really um, dived quite into it. You know, we we were able to hold a couple of beats and vibes last year, uh, one on Juneteenth and one in, in the top of October. And um, so I don't know. I, I'm, I'm I'm thinking maybe just doing the live thing every now and then but I don't know I have a lot to think about 
<laughs> I mean, no, I, I feel you, bro. I feel you because, yeah. because, uh, uh, I mean, that's that's one of the main reasons I get end up getting kind of like a. I know you can probably see this little green in the background, but that's one of the reasons I kind of got like a green screen because eventually I want to start you know podcasting more, maybe I'm on Twitch, and then eventually I do want to start like making beats on like Twitch yeah, and stuff yeah. like that myself. You know what I'm saying? You know, because I know that's a good outlet, and you know, it kind of gets me back in you know focus and stuff like that. So no, man. I, so no, like I definitely, if I was you, man, I would look into that, man, because it's, it's definitely a good outlet. Because I know uh, uh, one of my partners, uh, no one who used to be centipede. Shout out to him, man. I know he does a lot of sets like on Twitch and stuff like that, man. And then of course I know I got DJ friends like Moth and everything. They, they, mm-hmm. they hold like weekly scratch sessions all the time. So so yeah, now, yeah. it's definitely. So, so it's definitely like a great, great outlet, man. I would definitely say look into that for real. For real. Yeah, yeah, man. Now, and uh, uh, speaking of, 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 of centipede, I, I um, yeah, no, I, 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 the whole reason why I, I, I even did the, the B show, honestly, because like of uh, of like the B juice, you know what I mean? Like um, uh, down Cherokee Street, and I, I, I remember, like, I think I, honestly, I think that was the first place I played beats out, like even for the beat battle. Okay. And so, um, yeah, like, like I always felt like that. Uh, like I don't know. I just like I just went away. I felt like we still needed something like that, you know. Um, just a place people can chill and just hear beats. So, uh, so uh, shout out to Centipede, aka No One. Hell yeah, man! I remember I did definitely did a beat juice before, man. With uh, it was me, Trifecta. Shout out to uh, Big Homie and uh, Mad Key. Shout out to him, man. Ooh. And uh, I think so. Yeah, we ended up doing we all ended up doing a set together with uh, with no one. And uh, now it was live, man. It, it was definitely yeah. like I wish I still had the video footage up too, man. But yeah, it was it was definitely dope, man. Yeah, man. Uh, and, and so and you know, hopefully, like I said, when all this stuff dies down with this pandemic you know he get back you know hopefully he can bring that back man or something because you know that's that definitely was something that was great you know to have us you know outside of just fresh produce because fresh produce i mean of course you know i'm with the crew so i love fresh produce but you know you know just hearing those you know, stuff in competition is great but also just hearing like live sets you know what i'm saying was also yeah. fantastic you know what i'm saying so uh it was a place. Ooh, it was a phone. I think it is. I think it was phone down on Cherokee Street, right at the corner of Cherokee and Jefferson. Uh, I think. I think that. I think the place was called Phone. Oh yeah, to, yeah. Yeah, I think we used to yeah. do uh, sets over there as well, man. And so, okay. uh, so you know, that, well, that whole strip on Cherokee was just a whole lot of just huge music stuff, man. Because I mean, of course, you know, St. Louis, we've been having stuff closed down left and right for all types of stupid weird reasons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. No, hopefully, like I said, we'll get that back in order, man, and just try to get that back. Because I know, hopefully, later on this year, uh, probably in the spring, maybe in the summertime, I know we're going we're gonna to try, hopefully, hopefully, you know, no, no, no fingers crossed, you know, yeah. try to do something fresh produce again live if we can, man. So, depending on how dope. everything works out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, man, that'd be close. Yeah, man. So yes, that's something you know we we try we trying, man. You know we're gonna try to see how we can try to make everyone safe at the same time and yeah. see how we gonna play. Let's try to play it by ear and see what happens. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, not only just play it by ear, but also plan it out and try to you know have you know safety precautions for everyone that's involved. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah that's that's the main thing. You know that's um you know that's what um it's so hard about wintertime is that you, know, you have to be inside uh you know because doing the uh, the couple of shows that, that that I put on, and last year, you know, we were uh, doing patio shows, so you know, it's a little bit easier, to, a little bit easier to keep everybody safe. Uh, but now that everybody's inside, you definitely have a little more to think about. So, 
Nah, that's real, man. So now you, so you, we just, you know, we just hopefully you can get a lot of like a lot of live performances, whether it's uh, beats or beats or you no, know, you perform like doing rapping or singing or playing with a band or however else you're gonna do in the live poetry, man. Hopefully, like I said, it comes back, man. Like I, I definitely, because I mean, we gotta. We definitely got a great, great, you know, scene, you know, and I hate for that to kind of slowly die off because of something like this, you know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Man, the St. Louis scene is, like, insane, man. It's, it's, it's like, um, in, in every in every genre, there's there's at, at least national-level talent, you know? Um, and, like even, like, even if you aren't familiar with the talent, it's just because you don't know the right people, <laughs> you know? That's uh, facts. Yeah, it's just yeah, there's there's a crazy amount of talent in St. Louis, and I, I don't know. There's there's part of me thinks like you know, oh, we'll survive anyway, but but that's something you know, like there are definitely things that could that can hinder us, you know. So uh, definitely have to be uh, realistic about it, you know, um, and uh, not just having my head up in the clouds, you know. No, I feel you. I feel you, man. Uh, so actually, I actually want to ask you something else. Since we was on the, since we was talking about like playing beats, like you said, you competed in Fresh Produce online a few times, and like I said earlier, um, at the very beginning, that you actually was in Fresh Produce for the live battle quite a few times, and you, I mean, so you definitely know how the live feel is. You know what I'm saying? You know how yeah. packed it was at the Monaco, and how shit was just crazy. I mean, packed house every single time. Like we never not had a packed house. You know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, so I want to ask you, man, uh, how did you actually hear about Fresh Produce and what? Made you want to get into fresh produce and not only that because it's a two-part question tell us like your sort of general experiences like with fresh produce in general like just just speak on it a little bit man you got time because you know we're talking so go for it bro yeah um okay so i first heard about it uh from uh justano uh, mark um i i don't know if it's the first time he competed it was like the first or second time he competed uh he told me about it and then i uh, then I went. Um, that was actually a little bit before I actually had started making beats. Um, I was planning on like, uh, like I said, to get like a laptop and, and the gear and stuff like that uh, at, at that point in time. So I, I was planning on getting the gear, but I hadn't quite got it yet. Um, and uh, man, no, I was like, man, that was mind blowing that first time, man. Um, just the. Uh, like the atmosphere, I, I hadn't really been to any place in St. Louis that had that kind of atmosphere, um, you know. Because like it was, it was uh, like it was, like it was, was hip hop. You know what I mean? It was, it was, it was, it was like urban. It was, it was uh, uh, something for the people, you know. And um, especially coming from the jazz world, um, I don't know. Like uh, playing jazz can, can put you in, in like in a lot of weird places. Like you, like one weekend you'll be in like a biker bar. And then, like next weekend, you'll be like playing background for some really posh event with like the mayor and a bunch. Of, you know what I mean? So, um, but just seeing like a, a spot like that um, was like, yeah, that, that was that was crazy. And, and so uh, it, it just immediately lights a an extra fire under you um, as a creative to to want to make something and uh, but also like having the opportunity to to have the crowd uh, respond immediately to. So what you've made is uh, um, really alluring, and so um, so for me, just that first time, yeah, it, it just it definitely lit a fire uh, under me to, to to get back into beats, and then um, and like that that's like immediately become like that immediately becomes a goal. Like all right, I gotta make some beats. I gotta 
you know, got to compete and uh, hopefully win. Uh, so, um, but like, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that I was uh, making beats like, like not just for the beat battle, but it, but that definitely becomes like that definitely hops in the back of your head, you know. You're like, all right, I need to uh, make sure that I have some good quality stuff. Um, and so, like, I was coming for a while uh, before I before I competed. Um, I, I told I told Styles about it. He actually competed before I did. Um, you know, he was like, hey, he's like, man, I ain't waiting. <laughs> and so, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, like, I was going for a while, and uh, and I don't know. I just, I just think for anybody who hasn't gone, I mean, I definitely would encourage you to go. Uh, first of all, but um, just because like. Um, I, 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 like it's really hard to describe like the atmosphere like um, I don't know I, I feel like there's a certain level of camaraderie that develops like even within like the audience members like um, like I don't know it's like the shared experience and after like everybody has like their own like their own opinions about who is better who wins or something like that and, and so like it just um, like it's it's almost like how, like, if you, I don't know, like, if you um, go to, like, a movie and it's, like, really crazy, like, you'll be talking to other people in the audience afterwards or something like that. Um, it's like that, but just, like, times 10. Uh, like, um, I don't know, I, I, I'm not necessarily the most social person, but, like, I've had, like, I don't know, I've, I've had, a whole, like, a whole bunch of conversations with just random strangers at the beat battles. Uh, just because everybody's so excited about um, what they're hearing and, and the energy is so high. Um, and then, and then as a competitor, uh, it's the same thing, you know. Um, it's I don't know, it's, it's you know, there's 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 competition, but um, but you still I don't know, you still feel uh, still feel very much uh, connected to a larger community. And um, yeah, I I, don't know, I, just, like, I I just really miss it. Uh, I hope it comes back soon. Um, yeah, uh, and. Hopefully, some of these people who've been doing like the online battles who aren't St. Louis, hopefully they can um, come to St. Louis and and do some live uh, beat battles. Because I've, I've uh, there's more than a few guys that I've heard on, on the online that I'm just like, nah, I, like 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 I want to hear this stuff live, you know. <laughs> uh, real talk, no, and uh, no, everyone I talk to that I got a chance that competed online on, on the podcast. Uh, in some format, I said the same thing you said, man, which is, you know, the Fresh Pools Online, you know, to keep things going, amazing. We've been able to do a great, a great amount of things with this since, you know, all this stuff dealing with COVID, you know what I'm saying? But it's just something about being, you know, in the building and hearing the, on those giant studio monitors that we bring in, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And having a crowd react, you know, especially in a positive way to your stuff because it's to me me and i used to like i tell everyone this i used to do this back in 20 no 2009 excuse me and okay. that, uh and so you know i came in kind of like i just learned it from trifecta i just heard about it just start coming and coming and coming and coming and mean who and everyone else and that's kind of how i got in the scene then you know winning you know losing some then start winning more consistently once i kind of got my rhythm down and you know eventually stopped and then a couple years later doing fresh produce you know as a main crew member and 
Uh, and one thing I will say, man, is that live feel, man, it's 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 something like to, it's it's an encouraging thing. It, it, it's definitely a confidence booster, for, like oh, yes. your stuff, man. Like it really is, especially like because you because you don't know how well your stuff sounds until other people hear it. Because you may think something's whack, or you may think like, uh, this ain't that good. But then you play it, and you get like the, a huge, massive positive reception from everybody. You're just like, damn, like Dude. okay, so you know yeah, what I mean. Dude, that uh, like that's, that's, that's so real. The um, like there's one beat in particular. Uh, like the first time I won, um, like I I feel like this beat is the reason why I won in, in third round. And uh, out of anything I've played, that's that's been like the you know like like even up to this point, it's been like the biggest response I've ever gotten. And um, and it was uh. It was something that like, I think I, I finished it like earlier that day. Like I, it was a beat that I had for a little bit that I really liked, but the second half wasn't quite finished. And, and so um, uh, I, I just had an idea of how to finish it. And I, I you know, threw it on and threw it on like, and like had it mixed, but like, I, you know, I, I, don't know I, I just had no expectations for how it was gonna go. You know what I mean? It was just like, you know, I. You know, I don't know. I just had no expectations for how I was gonna go. Um, like, I didn't have time to like listen a whole bunch of times and like really critique. You know, if it's good or bad. <laughs> you know how we can get our like in our own heads about it. But right, you know, I, I understand. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I didn't have time to do that. I just kind of threw it on. I had no idea I was gonna go and uh, just, just kind of played it because I just kind of had to. And uh, and that ended up being something you know, that, that that really popped really well. And uh, and it, it definitely, it, it definitely. Um, encourages you like well, you know because as the creator you know what the process is like of, of, of creating it and so and when you see what the crowd reacts to you know, it, it can really give you confidence to trust your ideas um, you know um, like in that sense you know it's like you know I didn't have time to like well, you know I would say like I should have had a, like a day or two to like listen to it and, and refine it and make sure it was whatever but like you know but instead it, you know it was a good idea I went with it, mixed it, and it, and it, uh, it was effective, you know. So, um, yeah, it, I don't know. It, uh, I definitely encourage uh, all producers who haven't done it uh, in St. Louis and abroad to do it, you know. And like, even if you can't make it to St. Louis, you know, I, I know there are other big battles, other places. Like, compete, you know. Uh, let other people hear your stuff. Uh, let other people critique it. Um, and, and, and you know, also let other people uh, give you compliments about it too, you know. Um, yeah, it's really important to the process. It is, and you know what? And you actually, and you actually said something that's actually a good segue to a good, another question I want to ask you because uh, you said about you know if you can't make you no know, these kind of beat battles, you no know, try other ones. So, have you done any other beat battles outside of Fresh Produce since then, or uh, or if you want to, if you have any, you want to, have you been eyeing any to kind of uh, seeing whether they're online or in person, anything like that? Have you been kind of eyeing anything like uh, recently or anything like that? Uh, I, I haven't, I haven't to say anything recently, but I, I, I would like to compete. Um, a couple of other ones I haven't yet. Um, That's kind of part of my 2020 plan pre-COVID was um, just choose one and, and, and make a trip to one. Um, like um, I don't know. I would like to hit. Um, honestly, like I, I've, I've heard of a couple in in Atlanta um, that that I'd like to hit. Um, you know. Uh, Partially, partially, just as an just as an excuse to actually go down to Atlanta because I haven't been down there yet. So, uh, you know that, and it just um, like you know, I think the 
the culture that's down there, I think it would be really cool to, to go down there and and play some music. Um, so like uh, Atlanta and, and uh, but also like I know um, of a couple that, that go down in uh, Milwaukee too. Um, so I've, I've, I've eyed those, but I haven't I haven't pulled the trigger yet. Like I, honestly, I would I would like to um, do in person. Um, yeah, I, I um, well, I guess like the uh, the closest like, the thing I have to experience is like I, I did the uh, B battle with Fresh Produce in, in Tulsa, and uh, uh, it was definitely interesting seeing like the like how the crowd was different in Tulsa um, than in, in St. Louis, and um, so yeah, I just I, like I think it'd be cool just to be able to go to other cities, experience the, the culture of that, that city, and see how. So see how those people respond to your music. Absolutely, man. Yeah, I mean, definitely uh, you can play your stuff abroad, man. Because, I mean, St. Louis, I mean, as much as we got a lot of great stuff here, like you said, man, it's you no, know, you know, it's way more stuff than outside of our little city. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, not, so for real. So, I mean, I mean, I want to go to ATL because I've never been to Atlanta myself. And I want to go down to Atlanta and try to check some stuff out. Um, I've been in NY once for that was like some, for work like years and years ago. But I want to go back to NY and do some stuff. I want to try to yeah. go to LA and do some stuff. I want to Chicago ain't number like a four hour drive. I want to try to go to Chicago and do some stuff. You know, I want to go to Nashville because Nashville is like a six hour drive. I want to do yeah. like, go to Nashville, check that out. You know, Memphis as well, which is like a four hour drive south. And you know, it's it's a bunch of stuff, man. I want to I want to check out for myself. But no, I, I definitely encourage you, man. You know, like I said, just do different beat battles. Even like online was like I know uh, they've been advertised. I know like the ones been advertised recently, like the track live ones. Like I know uh, yeah. Bob, I know like Bob James. I know he been you know Knife One been putting on one because he partnered with uh, Track Live and Bob James for uh, okay. I think it's uh, Nautilus. I think it's I think it's the song Nautilus for Bob okay. James. So yeah, so I'm pretty sure you're familiar with that, man. So you know, so as far as that's concerned, man, I know they've been doing. That. And uh, you know, you got stuff like that going on. Of course, fresh produce, and you got other stuff going on. Uh, but you know, I would, I definitely would encourage you, man. Just do different beat battles. Just you know, just cause, man. Just just for exposure and experience. And then you know, main thing is like I'm, a, you know, I'm a big thing. I'm big with constructive criticism, whether it's for myself or giving it to someone. So you know, if it's something that you know, if it sounds off or it's something need to be need to be improved, you know best way to find out through the crowd and find out through whoever judging and they'll, and they'll tell you like you know they'll let you know what's go, what's up what's going on so yeah. so it's, it's definitely something that helps with growth and everything else and then it's, at the same time it's brand building for yourself you know what i'm saying because you know because yeah. more people can see who you are hear your stuff and put a name with a face and it sound with a face and stuff like that so now, I, I definitely would if i was you man like definitely you know like i said hopefully in 2021 stuff kind of clears up later on you know but uh yeah. you know but here's the you know cross fingers you know what i'm saying so right. it's, it's kind of where we at with you know what i mean definitely oh yeah definitely man definitely hell yeah and uh so actually i want to take it back for a second um since i know like say you do a lot of jazz music with school for it and whatnot so i'm pretty sure you know like theory like music theory and stuff like that to some extent if i'm if i'm not mistaken correct yeah Okay, so I, I love asking people this, especially people who went to school for music or just grew up doing music all their lives and stuff, man. In your own personal opinion, how, you know, just to let people know out here, like, how important would you say music theory is just learning, just to be a producer and just a musician in general to kind of 
get about your craft just to help hone your craft like how important would you say that is um i i, I think it's very important like um not obviously it, like if you're talking just beats you can obviously make some some great stuff without knowing any theory that's definitely possible but well, not that possible like i don't, I don't say possible as, as if that's like rare but like a lot of people are that way so um but it is it's definitely helpful um i i heard a uh uh saying recently um that i, I thought super dope it was, it was just like the um something to the effect about like uh, the importance of having a good foundation it was like whatever your foundation is you can never go below that so um so with music theory like it's I don't know, it just helps you to figure certain things out way faster. So, uh, for example, sampling, um, you know, it doesn't matter if you pitch it up or whatever, you can always find the key and then write the rest of the song. And so like, you know, I've, I've been at sessions where they spent 30 minutes just trying to find the right, like 808, like, like trying to find the right key to play the 808 line on, uh, you know, but to, because they don't know theory, they, they don't understand how how scales and keys work. So, you know, it's been 30 minutes trying to find the right notes and there's like pressing random buttons. And eventually they'll, they'll find the right sequence or whatever. But, you know, if you know theory, then you can just figure it out like, all right, the sample is in A minor. Then you just start writing the bass line in, in A minor. Um, just 30 minutes of, of work this is that you've completely eliminated. And, same thing for, for every other thing. If you add a, you add a melody, a, add some chords, add a melody. You want to add whatever. Like if you know what key it is and, and you understand it, then you can go ahead and get to the creative part of it rather than trying to figure out, you know, just what the right notes are. Um, and so um, I know for me that's like that's one thing I, I found that music theory has helped me out with. It's, it's helped me to like use samples more as like a synth, um, you know, or, or like as a texture. Because um, you know, if you can figure out the key the samples in, then you can build, you know, um, anything around that. And then not only that, but also um, outside of samples, you, you can build tracks on your own um, easier too. Um, you know, you're not necessarily uh, as lost if you just look at the keyboard because you know what this is where to start. You know, so you know, like uh, I've I've definitely written a, a, a couple tracks that was just I had like a really simple chord progression in my head. And you know, so I would start with a keyboard part or whatever. You know, write the chords, find the right voice for it, or the, or the right sound for it, or whatever, and then, and then go from there. So, um, you know, I like for anybody who doesn't know theory, uh, I would say like you, you know, you don't need to know like all the top level stuff. You know, you, you don't have to you know get into like all the all the minor modes. I mean, listen, if you want to get into that kind of stuff, obviously. You should, but uh, but you know, just knowing just the basics of rhythms, you know, quarter notes, eighth notes, sixteenth notes, and then knowing your major minor scales. Um, I mean that alone could can can really uh, uh make life easier as a producer. You know, I'm glad you said that, man, because like it's like. That's one thing, you know, and I'm glad I learned it when I was back in uh, high school, man. Well, I learned it when I was 
choir back in the day when I was in elementary and middle school, man. But definitely high school when I was playing saxophone and learning how to play saxophone, I would say definitely that that's something I would say that definitely carried over with me since you know since that time just making sure i understood theory and then at the same time you know even though you know you were formally educated you know at school you know you don't need i mean I, it's youtube university is free and so it's it's so many different people out here who've been doing music for decades and then you know who know this stuff and so for free and they will give and it's literally yeah. thousands upon thousands upon thousands of videos about the same subject and right. every, you know, and everyone's going to be able to tell you something, maybe a little bit different depending on how they learned it. But like I said, it's all the same, similar foundation, like you said. You know, and I would say, you know, just learning that, man, it definitely it helped me out. And like I said, clearly it's helped you out. You know, it's helped several people I know out. And so, I, yeah. I definitely like hearing like anyone who, you know, especially who was who was an actual musician on top of being a producer you know to kind of speak on it because it's it's important man like it's foundation and i'm all about you know learning the foundation because if you know the foundation no one can take that from you, you know what i'm saying yeah. And, yeah and it's and it's like you say you can always build from that foundation because you can't have a house or a building without foundation so right. it, so it's definitely one of those things man so i'm definitely glad you spoke on that like you did man and it's i'm definitely it's definitely dope that you did that you know and we actually been having a really good conversation, man. And, uh, really, really good, bro. Uh, we actually gonna wind down in a second, um, you know, to kind of shut everything down. But before I do, man, I always love to have everyone give their space and opportunities to like talk, give their contact information, any projects, anything they're working on, uh, whether it's coming soon or in the near future, man. So I want to give you that space and opportunity to do the same thing, man. So uh, go for it, bro. All right. Uh, so uh, the main place you can you can keep up with. What I have going on would be on Instagram, uh, so that's uh, at tm uh, underscore madman. Um, that's all music, live performances, or releases. Uh, so that'd be the main place to follow me. But um, but I also have a Facebook page. I think it's uh, Madman Productions. Um, I have it. Um, same thing on um, uh, SoundCloud. I think it's uh, Madman. So on, or on there, and um, I have a YouTube. Um, which is uh, Madman, which I believe is like um, beat videos, like 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 videos that feature beats, stuff like that. Uh, I just released a music video actually on, on there too. So, um, but but on my Instagram, I, I have a link tree, and, and the link tree has all the links to all the all those different sites on there. Um, I uh, so I uh, I released music under two different uh, I guess names or whatever. Uh, so one is like a little group project I have with a friend of mine named Ashton. Uh, the band is called uh, Not Quite Human. Um, we've, uh, we've released three tracks. Um, the one track that I, uh, did more of the writing on in particular, uh, it's called Glow. Um, and it's, uh, features, uh, this pop group called Ruby, features Styles, and, uh, features this other singer named, uh, Chrissy Rennick, um, on it. So we, uh, we released that, uh, actually like right before lockdown last year. Um, so um, on Instagram, that's uh, not quite human music, and there's underscores in between each each word. Um, so I, so I release music under that, and then um, so that's on Spotify, and Apple Music, and all that. And I also release music under Madman Music, um, and that's on on all streaming. Uh, I just uh, dropped my first single, uh, which is a co um, a collab with a guitar player named Joey Ferber, or a guitar player and an artist. He um, um, so he uh, he plays with uh, Loop Rat. I don't know if knows who. Who, uh, who Brad is so yes sir yes sir yeah so it's a collab with with uh, their guitar player I've um, 
So under the Madman music name, I'm I'm starting a a uh, uh, I'm, like I'm gonna start with some singles that are, that are gonna lead up to a project. Um, right now it's called. There you go. There you go. For a second, but uh, I'm uh, starting a project uh, called uh, Ben Part. Um, so I'll, I'll be with singles. And so the idea is uh, just to uh, highlight St. Louis. Um, so uh, most of the tracks will feature uh, a St. Louis artist or, or musician, or it will be a beat that was made a child St. Louis's uh, St. Louis artist's song. Um, so um, this first single, uh, for example, I chopped one of Joy Ferber's songs. He just uh, dropped a, uh, a like country folk album, and so I chopped one of his songs and it made like this little like uh, like kind of chill, like kind of chill, like it electro psychedelic kind of dance track with it um and then i got him to play guitar on it um as well so um so that's that one and then um uh next i have a uh, uh a little hip-hop track i'm dropping soon uh with the uh, two rappers from uh, from st louis uh and then after that it will be a, a collab with ruby and ryan marquez um called cakes which is gonna be a, a uh, top of a Ruby song, a pop group in here in St. Louis. So I, I chopped one of their songs and made a, a, a new track out of that. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping to release probably about five singles this year if I can. Every month and a half to two months um, is kind of the goal. And then probably at the end of the year, I'll, I'll drop the full project. Um, so, yeah, so uh, mainly just follow me at, on Instagram at TM underscore Madman. And uh, that's the main place I post all my updates. Um, and yeah, so just a, a lot of music and a lot of more uh, live performances coming. Oh, also uh, watch out for for uh, beats and vibes. You know, um, I'm, I'm I'm currently in the process of looking for a, a live venue now to see if we can uh, do a safe show, uh, maybe uh, early spring. So. Yeah, yeah, man, that's what's up, bro. That's definitely what's up, man. And do you have any final words for the good people out there? Uh, well, if you're in St. Louis uh, right now, stay warm. <laughs> stay warm. Stay warm. Um, for everybody else, you know, uh, just, just stay strong. You know, I know it's been a, a weird year, um, but you just keep your head up and, uh, and keep and keep listening to to good music. It always helps. Absolutely, bro. And hey, thank you again, man, for coming on and uh, you know just spend some time, man, getting your words and your stories out there, man. I truly do appreciate it again, brother. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And uh, as a matter of fact, that's been another dope episode of Fruit of the Bone Podcast. Uh, again, like I always say, uh, catch us on all forms of social media, which is at Fruit Bone Pod. Uh, make sure you catch us on all podcast streaming platforms, uh, wherever you can find us at. That's where we're at. So just search Fruit of the Bone Podcast. And also just make sure uh, to catch us coming back uh, next month. Hopefully, we're going to bring back everything with the Fresh Produce Online on March 17th. And so okay. catch us there. And um, we're going to try to do some live, extra, some live shows. Hopefully, uh, depending on how things work out. So we're going to try to try. And so we're just going to kind of go from there. But other than that, man, we'll catch you next, next episode. Peace.